welcome to another episode of this podcast. Today, I want us to talk about doctrines. Well, more like making arguments for doctrines. Because that is a word we don't hear a lot anymore in the Bible. Sorry, not in the church. Doctrines. Now, what what is a doctrine? You know, because for folks like me, when we hear doctrine, we are thinking of orthodoxy we're thinking of um, those fundamental churches or fundamentalists um, we're thinking of you know the legalism uh, religion and all that where we hear doctrine because those are words that you often hear in in the fundamental or traditional circle but what is doctrine what is doctrine doctrine Simply put, is a teaching or a dogma of a particular faith, particular faith, a teaching. These are fundamental teachings. It's not, it has nothing to do with, um, you know, legalism or you've been forced to do something. Doctrine essentially is teaching. That is a teaching on a particular dogma, a teaching on a particular belief, a teaching on a particular subject. Now, when it comes to Christianity and the Christian doctrines, there are lots of them. That Christian doctrine is essentially the Bible doctrine. And it's because I think it is because we have lost the teaching of doctrines that we we have a lot of people leaving the faith today because they are not they have not been properly taught and for them to understand the fundamentals of the Christian faith because a lot of the a lot of the reason that the so-called deconstructed Christian that they give is really because they haven't really learned or understood what this Christianity or what God or what the Bible or what Jesus or Holy Spirit or, you know, humans, God's judgment is all about. And those are just different set of doctrines that are in the Bible that we should be taught, that we should constantly teach so that we can grow in the knowledge of it, we can understand better, we know the hope for the, or I can say we have a reason to believe certain things about the Christian faith. A lot of what we see around today is just morals derived from the Bible, principles derived from the Bible, you know, promises taken from the Bible, those are great. They are fantastic in their own right, but our focus more should be on doctrines. When when we gather together, that is what we are encouraged to teach each other, to, 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 to spur each other into good works. In order for us to produce these good works, these good works must come from a place of understanding. It must come from a place of 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 a heart that has been regenerated. A heart that understands why these things are done. Otherwise, we will have 
ulterior motive people will have different reasons for doing different things. And I also think the society is deteriorating today because doctrines, proper doctrines are not being taught in the church and hence it's producing Christians that are not convinced Christians that are not convicted. We are still having this discussion, um, myself and my wife, and we're talking about this thing, actually. We're talking about, you know, Christians with conviction. Only the doctrines, only that core teaching, first of the gospel and of the doctrines of the Bible, that produces that. It produces that. Doctrine will produce the right living. That is how you know how to live. That is basically what doctrines are supposed to do. Sound doctrine will produce right living. It is not the other way around. You know, right living does not produce um, sound doctrine. Right living is based on sound doctrines. Now, we're not taking anything away from sanctification, which also is a doctrine, the doctrine of sanctification, or we should say the teaching of sanctification. If we if we phrase it that way, maybe it becomes clearer and the need for us to demand that those things be actually taught. And there are lots of it from the Bible. And it's just so fascinating. The more doctrines that you are exposed to the deeper you grow in the knowledge of your faith and in of god and it makes god bigger it makes christianity saner it makes you rooted and grounded it produces something deep in you that makes you immovable unshakable it produces that in you and i i, I think everyone should want that that Ask any Christian to explain anything about the Christian faith. They probably wouldn't be able to. An average Christian, they won't be able to if they have not been exposed to the right teaching. If we don't know what that is, if all we know is how to, you know, take scriptures of the Bible, fight against the enemy, which is the devil, or if we, if that's all we know, then we are already at a disadvantage. We are already at a, at a disadvantage. Doctrines of the Bible must be taught, the doctrines of God, the doctrines of man, the doctrine of sin, of repentance, sanctification, Holy Spirit, um, on and on and on, Trinity, uh, judgment, mercy, there are a lot, election, predestination, things like that. We ought to know those things. You know, I was having a conversation with someone, however brief it was, and she was essentially saying that we have problem with youth today because they have not been properly discipled. They are not properly discipled, so naturally everything that we we tell them, everything that we we try to teach them, it, it doesn't produce the kind of result we intend for it to produce. And I think the problem is catechism. Now, I know that a word that I also uh, actually probably heard from, I would say, maybe the, I know the the last time I heard the word catechism or catechist was when I still used to go to uh, my father's village and we have this Anglican church. Is it Anglican church? 
can't remember. Uh, St. Peter's, yeah, I think it's Anglican Church in there. And in fact, I didn't even know catechism. I only know the catechist. And we didn't even know what that was, but it wasn't even pronounced catechist. Uh, it was called catechist. Uh, which which was which was funny, but that 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 as far as uh, we we ever got to uh, towards catechism. And what is catechism? Catechism is explaining is exposing or teaching people about the Christian faith. We take them step by step. We expose them to the Christian faith. We break it down, and then we explain our beliefs to them it might come in form of um, uh, it might come in form of a, a memory verse so to speak but that is what catechism is now it is not just excuse me it is not just um, also a Christian thing but mostly it's associated with um, Christian you know because it's mostly used in the well actually it came up from the Christian worldview. So catechism is actually a way that we teach people about the, the doctrines. It is usually through questions and answers. They ask you a question and then we explain the question. That when we explain in the when we give in the answer, we are using the doctrines of the Bible to answer things. And I think we should go back to that. We should actually go back to that. Because that is the easiest way to get everyone to think about um, the Christian, uh, to engage people to think, and then we can introduce and, and, and teach the doctrines of the Bible. This is to kids and to youth. Um, that has to be something that we, we go back to. It is not something to be left to the Roman Catholic Church or to the Anglican Church. Every church, I think, should 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 embrace this, where we start asking questions. You know, following that, there are lots of them. Um, well, about eighty-eight. There about, but depending on which one you really take, there are different statement of faith and um, different approach to it. But the one I've seen that actually was the one that Charles um, Spurgeon created. It's about 88 questions, and you can use that to also um, at least get started. You know, we should go back to that. We should go back to that. If if we go back to that and we are taught the doctrines of the Bible, it, gives us, it makes for a balanced Christian. It makes for, as we say now, it makes for a based Christian, so to speak. It makes a based Christian and no one will come with like a mysterious knowledge and sound highly uh, intelligent, even though all they are blabbing about is rubbish. But then they claim to have some mysterious knowledge that is grounded on fallacy, on falsehoods and the sway uh, people because, well, they haven't been exposed to that, such depth or s- such teachings before. They have nothing to counter it. They are completely defenseless. And of course, the fall for the trickery of uh, the pro- progressive or the, the the false doctrines that is out, out there in the world today. 
that's why we need to keep them grounded in the truth, in reality, so that when, when they encounter these things, they're able to fight back. They're able not fight back, literally fight back, but they have some form of weapon, a defense against those. So it all goes back to catechism, how we engage, um, how we, we, we teach this to people. Well, to some, yes, granted, it works best if we catechize younger ones. To the older generation, we teach the doctrines. We teach the doctrines. If we have to go through scriptures to, to teach doctrines, we have to do that. Pastors should be committed to doing that. Teachers should be committed to doing that so that we can produce the kind of results that God expects us to, to produce, that the early churches are producing and they turn the world upside down. We can produce those real, but then we need people that are grounded, people that know what all this is all about, that can explain, they can, they, they, they can answer certain questions. A whole lot of the questions that that trips Christian, that trips our folks today, they are answered in doctrines. They are answered in doctrines. You know, we need to go back to that. I'm a big advocate of that because that is the only way we can we can stay true and faithful to the scripture. And I believe that is what God I intends for his church a to be like. To teach that, that Paul his people wrote about, about himself second and about his ways and about his, when he said, his, for the his time precepts, will come when people will not you know, tolerate it is sound it is doctrine. So that I think it is high time doctrine. church what is that sound doctrine that he's talking about? You know, again. We have to get to know those sound doctrines. So I said, for, t- for the time will come when people will not tolerate sound doctrines, but according to their own desires, will multiply teachers for themselves because they have an itch to hear what they want to hear. That is not the role of the church. The role of the church is not to teach people what they want to hear, even though we will see that in multiple, in, in that being multiplied to the way people go to church to make them feel good about themselves. Nothing really convicting. We no longer teach about sin. We no longer teach about uh, repentance. We no longer teach about those uncomfortable things um, that the Bible teaches. Those are the doctrines that we need to return to because Paul says here that the time will come where sound doctrines will be thrown into into the bin, into garbage, and people will just want to hear about, you know, principles, how to make money, how to maximize the Christian faith, how to take stuff from the Bible and basically make them work for me. It is all about me, 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 and me. That is the culture that we live in today. That is the that is where the world is. Everyone, people wants to go to church to hear about things like them, like that, that makes them um, um, live good, that makes them feel good, that makes them pumped for for, for the Sunday, I'm not saying doctrine cannot produce that, but that is not the end goal of doctrines. The end goal of doctrine is to produce godliness. In First Timothy, again, in, uh, in chapter 6, verse 3, Paul was saying again, writing to Timothy, he says, If anyone teaches false doctrine and does not agree with the sound teaching of our Lord Jesus Christ and with the teachings that promotes godliness, the end goal, the chief end, 
of sound doctrine is godliness, which is what we call right living. It should be producing that in people's lives. And we're not talking about legalism. We are not talking about legalism. Jesus advocates against that. Jesus preached against that. In Matthew 15, verse 9, where Jesus says, They worship me in vain, teaching as doctrines in man command. That's not what we are talking about. Any doctrine must be based on the scripture. We are not talking about the do's and the don't, even though it can be the do's and the don't, but that do's and the don't must be based on the scripture. Usually, to produce right living, to produce godly living. Someone says the precept of the Lord are as a command and command in from other precepts. You know, usually that is what doctrines, that is what it is, you know. But we need to return to that. We need to return to sound doctrines because it will produce right living. Producing right living or godliness or promoting godliness in a society is what we want. We want godly people in the society. And we've read here the only way that we can get that in the society is by promoting sound doctrines, by returning to sound doctrines. As Paul has said, as the Bible has said, Paul lays it out over and over. You can start off from Romans and see all the different doctrines that are in there. Although I think for a more expository approach for for these doctrines will be be better. But Romans is a pretty um, starting point. It's a pretty good starting point for us to start um, from. We have to start producing God, promoting godliness in our society today, so that we st- our, our offspring, our children, still have a future. Otherwise, the world has gone crazy, guys. The world has gone crazy. You will read about things, and it will just shock you. You will think, like, how can someone? How can someone how can someone come up with such a thing but that's because our knowledge of human nature is not deep enough if we understand the doctrine of human himself a man in his, in his fallen state you realize that all these things man is capable of doing them and a lot worse can come from man you know that that that's where doctrine comes in you know that's 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 where we need to start producing uh, people that have understanding of this so that right living can be promoted, can be produced in the society. We need to start producing godly people, more godly people. I mean, the, the, you will hear something and the first thing you, you'll ask yourself is, these people no longer have the fear of God. There is no sense of godliness. I mean, we have lots of reports of people breaking into churches, taking all equip, equipment, and the the sense of of sacredness is gone. People don't even fear God now. I know some people will say, "But God, it is God. God should defend Himself." That is not how it works. God will allow some of that to happen. Sometimes God comes in miraculously. He can do that. He has done that. He will still do that. But He doesn't owe us to do that all the time. Well, comes up and supernaturally will stop people. There will be reports of that. If you just research long enough, you will find quite a number of that happening. But that's not always going to be the case because in most most times, God also needs to let us see the depth of the depravity of man so that we can see the depth that man can descend to when nothing is no longer sacred to man and man will go into the church and steal from God. 
<laughs> it's mind-blowing. That fear of God is completely gone it's because we have lost sound doctrine. We need to return to it. I'm not saying that will stop. That's probably not going to stop because God, you get a sense that God is also removing his restraining hands on the altered depravity of man. And as God does that, it's getting closer to the end. So there will be more and more evil happening, but that doesn't mean that the doctrine should not be preached so that more men does not descend into that. Rather, godliness will be promoted in our midst in the Christian dawn, and at least we can have a sense of godliness in our society that needs to be restored. If that is not restored, then both the Christian and the non-Christian will bear the brunt of the resultant effect from ungodliness. And we are seeing that the only message, the only thing to the world that can transform the world is the gospel and sound doctrine. See you next time.